With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we are rocking with episode nine of the show. Welcome back, my little listeners. I am loving it. I'm absolutely loving putting these together. This week's guest is Dougie Matthews. He's a star of the BWP Alpha Gen that is running up here in North Wales in Prestatin. Um, so it was so cool to get him on. Um, he's uh, only 17, this lad. But he sounds like he's, you know, years, years above 17. Got his head screwed on. Um, he's a good talent. Um, hopefully I can get more of the Alpha Gen guys on, leading into future episodes. That's a, that's a big, big thing for me to get done in the future. But here it is, episode nine with Dougie Matthews. Enjoy. It's my pleasure to have on the line today a young talent here in North Wales, Mr. Dougie Matthews. How's it going, Dougie? Yeah, not too bad, man. How are you? Good, just glad I finally got you on, mate. We've had a few issues yeah. last week, but thanks for being patient with it. And uh, just right, it's great, it's great to get you young lads on. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, I like I like the grassroots wrestling. It's cool to hear, you know, guys like yourself, uh, your journey and where you know where you're going. Yeah. So yeah, uh, first question is: When did you begin watching wrestling? Oh, right. Um quite a while back I think it was when it was de- it was when I was a titch. Um I'd say it was about 2006 2007 and to be fair I, um, I started watching wrestling in a different way to other people like my first event that I watched was a TNA TV taping um, and ever since um, watching that TNA event I started to um, watch a lot more wrestling like, um, back in the day, like 2006 and six and seven, World of Sport was still showing. 
I'd watch a lot of World of Sport. And um, then about 2007, I discovered the WWE. And it just went from there, really, just watching WWE and TNA. And, um, yeah, that was that was pretty much how I started wrestling, really. Um, well, watching wrestling, so... Cool. Uh, who were some of your favourite talents, Dougie? From um, from when I was younger. Yeah, if you want to like, if, obviously you said you started watching TNA first. Uh, maybe start off yeah. with like the TNA guys because around that time TNA was was flying. I thought. Oh yeah. Um, personally, I was very interested in tag team wrestling, and um, two of my favourite tag teams on the circuit well number one was Bear Money which was James Storm and Bobby Roode obviously um, I thought they were pretty men and then um, um, who else the Motor City Machine Guns they're one of the most famous that TNA had and I thought they were pretty cool too um, I don't know if I'm correct with this but um do you know Scott Steiner and Petey Williams? Did they used to tag in TNA because it rings a bell that they did? Yeah, yeah, he was um, he was Maple Leaf Muscle, so he was like a scale-bound version. That was the gimmick um, of of Scott yeah. Steiner, basically. Yeah, they were right. they were together, man. Yeah, they were. Yeah, because it, it it rings a bell because I think my first match that I watched for TNA was a tag team match with Petey and Scott in, and obviously. The thing that I found most interesting about Petey was his Canadian destroyer. I thought it was mental. Often yeah, they were like the they were like my favourite guys because obviously I, I started watching wrestling when yeah I started watching tag team wrestling first. Uh, so um, yeah. Well, so in regards to WWE then, because you said you started watching it in two thousand and seven, uh, who who in WWE yeah. uh, floated your boat, so to say? Um, obviously, John Cena's one of them because back then I think John Cena was pretty much the main man, if not like one of the top guys. And um, he was really, he really stood out for me. And then um, obviously the great Carly as well because back in 2007 it was pretty much Carly and Cena throughout the whole year, I think. And I absolutely loved that rivalry, and obviously there were there was Ric Flair. Like my first ever WWE event that I watched, it was on DVD. It was Judgment Day 2007, and um, obviously that was when Carly and Cena had had a title match. That was when Ric Flair had a match with Carly. Oh, I just started that 2007 show was pretty much my my decision point where I would continue watching WWE because the event was just mad, I think. Right, okay. Uh, to extend off that, uh, what styles, which styles of match did you gravitate to? What did you like? Um, I loved Extreme Rules. Yeah. Because it's, it's hardcore wrestling. It's, um, it's something that's a lot more popular now. But back in the day, you wouldn't see many people do it. And um, I bloody love Extreme Rules Wrestling. 
in WWE. Stay on page mm. another. Um, I love that. And then, um, like I said, with tag team wrestling, I started, obviously, started watching wrestling with normal tag teams. But when it came to, like, six-man tag teams and mainly the traditional Survivor Series matches, cool. they were my favourite matches yeah. when I was younger. Quite a mix. Quite a mix there, then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when did you begin training? I'm just going to come away from, obviously... I'm going to talk about your career now. Um, when did you begin training? I began training. I think it was. Um, I think it was May 2015. I think it was when I, I started training when I was 13. Right. Okay. And um, my first session, I remember it very much. It was with um, it was with a guy called Dan Evans. He's a pretty he's pretty popular on the British scene at the minute with. Um, with Scott Oberman, the Merseyside Mercenary Squad. Um, and Dan is great. Dan is a great guy, and he knows his stuff. And I really enjoyed my first session, and that's... Pr- yeah, and I just continued training. But yeah, that's when I started training, and I met Dan. I met other people too, like Ry Lloyd I met. Yeah. And I met Scott Oberman there as well. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was it was very good. I enjoyed my first session. There's a lot, there's a lot of you coming through, isn't there? You know, at one time, which is yeah. brilliant, which is absolutely brilliant, especially you know locally around here. I think it's brilliant that we've got a company and we've got schools up here, and oh, there's a few companies up here, isn't there? Oh yeah, like um, obviously there's Britannia, there's um, there's Basics Pro Wrestling too. You've got Fusion Pro yeah. Wrestling in and did no two. Yeah, I've seen. I've obviously seen flyers and stuff. I know uh, people that attend the events as well. Uh, I need to get some more stuff, Dougie. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 hard. It's hard, but obviously, as I'm going along with this, I want to get to. I want. I need to get to the shows. I need to see you guys in yeah. action. Well, um, if you if you're free um, this Sunday, the twenty fifth of August, I've got um, there's a Britannia show. And I've been put with Craig West on that. Yeah. So if you're free, drop the, um drop me a message and I could get you in for half the price. Nice, nice. I've, I am actually working. <laughs> so. But, oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. Craig Craig West is a oh, talent, isn't he? Not. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, like me and Craig get along quite well. Um, he's he's a dead funny guy, but um. I can't. He's a very, very good talent in the ring too. So I'm looking forward to obviously getting in and wrestling with him because it's going to be a very good experience for me. I think. Just, just to go back to the origins of you starting out, and um, who, who mentored you? Who mentored me? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, who, who are my trainers? Yeah, yeah and yeah, who was help? Who was helping you? Uh, just yeah, just to elaborate, yeah. So, um, when I started, um, obviously I started with Dan Evans. Um, he has been supporting me ever since I, ever since I started, really. Um, I haven't spoken, spoken to him in a while. He's quite busy, but um, I'll make sure that I catch up with him soon. And then, obviously, I got to know, at the time when I started, the main trainer was obviously Babyface Pitbull. Yeah. Um, I, got, I started to... Um, Obviously, I started training with him. Then, as 
as I got more experience than that. Um, but yeah, Sam is a great mentor. He um, he supports me all the way, um, and he's never afraid. He's never afraid to tell me what I did wrong or anything. So um, he's a, he's a very supportive mentor. Cool man. So um, I'm quite I'm quite happy to um, have him as a mentor. Ry Lloyd as well. He um, he did a bit of training too. Yeah. Um, Ry's great. He's very supportive too. At the moment, um, my trainer at the minute is. Um, is pyro or black pyro as he is in TNT. Yeah. And um, it's the same with him. Such a nice guy, dead supportive, and he's very with training as well. He he knows what he's doing. Um, he's very experienced, and um, I'm learning a lot from him. So you've had the there's quite the mix of styles there from the names you've spoken about. Yes. Yeah, which is good, I suppose. Yeah, it is. Um, obviously, when when Pyro took over, it was more like the high-flying style. But at the same time, um, Pyro is very psychological. He will, will he will make sure you are doing things that make sense. Yeah. If they don't make sense, he'll question why you're doing it. Yeah. Like, um, and I think that's great because he can do all the high-flying stuff, but at the same time, he has a lot of psychological knowledge. Cool, man. Cool. Uh, when did you... Sorry, sorry, I jumped in. What were you saying then, mate? Sorry. Hello? Hello? Oh, you're still there. <laughs> I, yeah. thought, I thought you got... I jumped in, mate. You were, like, halfway through a sentence. I jumped in. Yeah. For some reason... Um, for some reason, my, my phone literally... I don't know what, what was up. It just, like... It just cut your voice out, like, completely... Right, okay. It's all right. I can edit. I can, my, my cousin edits it anyway. So don't, you know, we can get it all. It'll sound really good. Um, Dougie, when did you have your first match? My first match on a show. My first match on a show were like a carnival. Actually, you know what? I'll answer, I'll answer that question in both, um, in both. So, obviously, Britannia Wrestling, they have carnival events yearly. Yeah. Um, they do like summer camps in the summer, obviously. Um, I started. Um, I had my first carnival match a year after I was trained. After I started. Yeah. And then my first match on a show was a dark match. Um, two and a half years in it was. So um, I wrestled a lad called Josh. Um, I don't know. Obviously, he was a great talent, but he kind of um, he kind of stepped off the wagon a little bit, and um, he hasn't really he hasn't really showed up as much as he did, and it's a bit of a shame because he was getting very good. I and wonder. Obviously, if he would has he had a crisis of confidence? Go on, go on. Has he had a crisis of confidence or something? Um, I wouldn't know. Um, because yeah, it's a weird one. Because um, yeah, I don't, I can't really answer that question. No, you know, no, because I don't okay. really, I don't really know what happened. But it's a shame that he left. Yeah, because if he didn't, if if he didn't leave, he would be an alpha gen right now. But because of his inconsistency of training and that, I think that's what's brought him down. Because obviously. 
in the North Wales Wrestling Dojo, the alphas at the moment is me, Joey Marcus, and obviously Joey Marcus's little friend, the kid, too. But um, I think Josh would have been up there if he stuck to training and was consistent enough. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame, really. Yeah. Um, how did your entry to the Alpha Gen come about then? Just extend it on to Alpha Gen. So, um, I think, really, um, it was just that I kept on training um, and I kept on showing up and I kept on. Um, I kept on putting 100% into every training session that I do and eventually I started picking up bookings elsewhere in the northwest and stuff and then um, the announcement came out that I was involved in the tournament and it was it was a very good moment for me because this um, this tournament and this sort of um, yeah, this Alpha Gen thing on a whole um, is very good because being being referred to as one of the future stars of this scene, it's it's very very it's great because it's good to see that people people know that I have potential. And it's the same with everyone involved, like everyone involved in that tournament and everyone involved in the Alpha Gen on a whole. They have a lot of potential to become one of the greatest in that this country's had. It's cool, man. It's cool. It's good. Uh, it's great to see. Uh, obviously, I've not seen the matches, but I've seen the results. Um, and then obviously you've got your show on Sunday. Leading off from yep. the leading off from the tournament now, so it'll just grow and grow, won't it? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Who who would be a dream match for you? Oh Jesus, that's hard. That is very difficult. You could say you could say on like you know the local level and the northwest level, and then maybe like a dream match, uh, you know, okay, some, so someone from the world. Northwest level. Um, that's still a oh. very, very difficult question. Um, let, let me think about that one because there are a few. Yeah, that's fine. I'll I'll name a few. Um, Northwestern Matt. Um, I would love to wrestle Dylan Roberts. Uh, because Dylan, um, for a while now has been one of the best in the country and it would be great to get in with him and wrestle him because he's just Dylan's mint um, also another one another one um, Sonna Derson he's he's making he's getting round a little bit and he's talented as hell too and um, another one personally for me uh, CJ Banks. Uh, CJ is. To be fair, I'm quite surprised that CJ hasn't been. Yeah, I'm very surprised in the way that CJ isn't signed to like either NXT, New Japan, because CJ is. First of all, he's he's world class. Yeah. But well, he's so different to everybody else. 
and it's just why isn't this guy signed? But yeah, North West wise, they're my top three. Um, who did I say first again? Dylan. Yeah, you went with Dil- Dylan, Dylan Roberts. Sonnet. Yeah. Dylan Sonnet and CJ Banks. They're my top three. Nice. What about? And then. Yeah. What about on the world level? In the world. Yeah. Like, I'll give you two answers for that. A British competitor that I'd love to um, wrestle who is abroad with Japan at the moment is Marty Skirl. Yeah. I think Marty is absolutely insane. And I've been following Marty for a while because I'm a big fan of being the elite and stuff. And I'm a big fan of what, what they did in Ring of Honor with the Bullet Club and stuff. Yeah. And I just started watching Marty Skill, Marty Skill stuff from there, and I think he's great. And then, ah, oh, now then, this is this is tough. Probably, probably Okada. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's solid, solid answer. Okada. I think Okada's probably one of the most solid workers. Yeah. In the world, at the moment. So um, I think if I was to wrestle Okada on any level, um, I would be buzzing, absolutely buzzing. Where where would you like to wrestle, Dougie? Um, we'll go we'll go with UK companies first. Obviously, I wrestle for a few now, but I'd love to get on. Um, I'd love to wrestle for TNT Extreme. Yeah. Because they are they are the shit at the moment. Yeah, yeah, man. In my opinion. Yeah. I, I think they're great. Um, but the goal for me, really, the end goal is NXT UK. Um, because honestly, it's because I was there. I was there at Takeover Blackpool. I was there for the event. Yeah. And ever since then, I was just like. This is what I want to do because that event was just absolutely insane. And watching that event, you just look, you just, you just say to yourself, "I want to do that," and I want to do that at that level. So the end goal for me is NXT UK. Yeah. Who, who, just to extend off that, who in NXT UK do you like watching? I know I've said about people you idolise and like to watch, but yeah, man, we'll go with go with a bit of NXT UK. Who? Who do you like? Who do you gravitate towards? Um, I absolutely love Imperium, which is Walter, Eichner, Barthel, and Wolf. I think they're they're great. Like Walter at the moment, we spoke about this the other day. Walter's one of my favourites on the circuit at the minute because yeah, he's just mad. I wouldn't want to be on the other end of his chops, though. No, he's a big, big boy, he is. Oh, yeah, and um, just watching some of his chops. I remember one chop specifically. It was, a, it was with Zack Sabre Jr. on a Defiant show, and it was... Honestly, it was sickening, mate. Who who else who else uh, appeals to you on NXT UK? Um, <laughs> um, Zach Gibson and James Drake. Yeah. Um, because they're just a they're just a pair of bastards, aren't they? That's what they are, and it's great. I think they're um, that personas, like they're the main heels 
I think. Um, apart from Imperium, they're the main heels. Um, and I love what they do. And um, obviously the Welsh lads as well, I'm a big fan of. Obviously Eddie Dennis and um, Mark Andrews, yeah. uh, Morgan Webster, yeah. um, Mike Hitchman or Wild Boar. Um, I, I'm a big fan of them. Um, I have the privilege with stepping in the, in the ring with um, Eddie and Wild Boar at a, um, a Britannia event. We were in like a rumble. Like, obviously, I, I'm nowhere near ready to be in a one-on-one match with both of them, but it was great to get in the ring yeah. and get absolutely smacked by Wild Boar and Eddie Dennis. It was like, it was a, that was a good moment for me, yeah. personally. I, I can well imagine, mate. It's just, do you have to pinch yourself sometimes? Do I have to pinch myself? Yeah, like you know, when you when you get in the ring with these guys, obviously that they're, they're well known on the UK circuit. Or do you just stay? I don't know. Yeah, I suppose that's what I'm getting at. Um, no, not necessarily. No. Um, not necessarily. Do, do you mean when you mean pinch yourself? Do you mean like? Huh? What do you mean by pinch yourself? Right. <laughs> I mean, like... What do you mean by that? You know, because they're established and they're well-known. Uh, I'm just looking at yeah. it like... Say I was say I was wrestling and Mike Hitchman came in the ring, I'd be, all, I'd be in awe of him. Yeah. If, if you get... Do you get where I'm coming from now? It, basically, like... Say, going on the grandest scale, right? I was a Bret Hart fan as a kid. Um. Yeah. Say I had to lock up with Brett, I'd just be in awe of him. I'd be in awe of the guy because I've idolised him. That's yeah. It, it, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. But uh, uh, that's what you're getting at. Um, he, not really, because obviously I do look up to these guys. Yeah. But um, I look up to other guys more. Yeah. Um, but like, for where I want to be, they are the guys to look up to because obviously coming from Wales. Personally, the Welsh scene at the minute, in my opinion, isn't as recognise recognisable as it should be. I think there are there's a lot of talent in Wales, yeah, and um, it's just not getting out there as much as I think it should be. Yeah, and um, for them to eventually get there. And even even getting to the point of wrestling for progress and rev pro and stuff like that, that in itself is bloody great. But being with the WWE, that's even that's even better. And I do look up to them guys yeah. to get to my end goal. But I do look to other look up to other people like Brett Brett and Owen. Yeah, as you said, um, I look up to them a lot. Yeah, Evan Owens as well. I think he's mint as well. But yeah, they're, they're like the overall guys that I pretty much look up to, in a sense. Yeah, man. Brett was, uh, when I was a kid, obviously, but he was he was ahead of his time. Yeah. He was ahead of his time. It was no, and, he, and he had good matches with everybody. You could... Oh, yeah, it, definitely. He, he brought the best out in, like, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash has been a bit about him in shoot interviews and stuff. Saying he was moody and that, but yeah. he brought he brought the best out in Kevin Nash. I thought, yeah, uh, you know, um, I was watching a certain match of Brett uh, about a week ago now because 
like I'm not a massive fan like I still watch WWE yeah. I still watch wrestling now Yeah. but I'm a bigger fan of the olden days and I was watching Wrestlemania 10 Yeah. and I was watching Bret and Owen now that's up there as one of my favourite matches of all time it, it was it was superb, mate. I tell you, have you watched yeah. the cage match from that year's SummerSlam? Was that Bretton Owen? Yeah. I haven't watched that, Un- and I bloody will. Unreal. Unreal, mate. Yeah. You can watch that match now. That match could be on a show now. It, it just, it's timeless. Um, yeah. And then you had all like the, you know, the psychology, and obviously the story, the story behind it, you know, brothers... At odds, wasn't it? Um, I think the feud yeah. could the feud could have gone a bit longer as well because feuds back yeah. then feuds back then did go longer than than they yeah. do now. Like um, we were talking about this the other day, like Brett and Owen are probably up there with one of my favourites of all time. Yeah, because I'm quite a I'm quite a technical person. Like I'm quite a I wouldn't say I'm technically sound in wrestling, but I like to think that I'm quite a technical and psychological wrestler. Yeah. And um, Bretton and Owen were that. And that's why I like them so much, because they wouldn't... They do flashy shit, like they do brilliant shit, but they wouldn't do 10 Canadian Destroyers without selling it like Bandido and someone else did. But um, that's just, that's not what I'm about. Like, that's what that's what people may like, but Canadian after Canadian after Canadian after Canadian, not selling it and stuff, may be pretty mental, but that's not what I'm about. I'm more about a move being hit and selling that move for quite some time. Because, like... If we if we were wrestling in boxing rings, let's just put it there. If if wrestling rings were boxing rings, and you were picked up for us for for a vertical suplex, yeah, yeah, for a vertical suplex, and were slammed down on on a boxing ring, it would hurt like hell. Yeah, do you know what I mean? that's that's when that's where the realism comes into it for me. Right. Okay. And the naturalism. Yeah. And that's what Brett and Owen were about. That's why I like them so much. How about, um, have you seen Brett's King of the Ring 1993 win? I haven't, and I should have. Uh, like, I've got, I've got a lot more of, I've got a lot more to watch about Brett and Owen. I'll, I'll, um, I'll tell you now, yeah? On all the matches that night, unbelievable. Like, he had, he had three different type of matches, obviously, because it was three different guys, it's it's the best it's the best King of the Ring victory ever for me. Like I am partial because it's Brett, but you need to watch you need to watch that. The three matches were brilliant. Yeah, will do. <laughs> I'm bloody hell! I'm dictating here. <laughs> but yeah, definitely worth a watch, Dougie. Yeah, it's good that we can have a conversation about this because there's a lot. Obviously, I wasn't born back then. I was born in 2002. Yeah, and it's good. It's good to. It's good to get more watches out of the net because obviously I've got the network and that, so yeah. I can go and I can watch things. So it's good to have a conversation about it. Yeah, man. Oh, anything Brett related, I'm your man. I tell you. 
Yeah. Definitely. Um, if if you want later, just like send send me some of the, some of your favourites and I'll give them a watch. Yeah, man. I'll gladly do that. Gladly. Um, yeah. Right. What match would you like to participate in? Like a like a style of match. Stipulation. Yeah, that's the right. Yeah, stipulation. No, yeah. The title matches count. You can yeah, yeah. It's hey, on this show you can be as broad as you want, mate. Yeah, not a problem. Oh. You. Um, I'd like to be involved in like. Um, probably a cage match. I think that'll be cool. Um, but like a normal stipulation in a sense is like a tag team eliminator. Yeah. Like an like a traditional Survivor Series match. I'd love to be involved in one of them. Um, but title match. Um, my dream title match really um, is uh, the United Kingdom Championship. That's like my dream. Okay. Yeah, I, I can. You know, obviously, it'd be winning that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Oh yeah. It'd be a great. That great, great. That's brilliant. That's yeah. I thought you might have said like intercontinental or even world title, or, but no, that's that's a good answer. That is. Yeah. Shows your patriotism. Oh yeah, like um, don't get me wrong. I'm I do like what they're doing with Raw and SmackDown at the moment. Ever since um, Bischoff and Heyman came in, I think yeah. I think it's working well. Yeah. But um, it, the the British. The British brand, yeah, um, is what, yeah. In my opinion, the British brand at the minute is, you know, it's it's the dog's bollocks, um, and to be to be a champion for the British brand would be insane. And obviously, I'm going to work hard to try and get there because that would be my dream. So. Cool, man. Cool. Right, just closing. This is the last question, mate. Uh, who on the independent scene do you think will make it to the top? Oh, on the independents. Yeah, you know you can you can go with the UK. You can go international. You know, if you've got a few answers, fine. That's fine by me. You you fire um, away. Personally, I think um, I think Joey Marcus. Can. Yeah. Me and him, we travel. We travel around quite a lot. Yeah. And working with him, he has a lot of potential to make it into this business. Um, also, um, yeah, going back to like me and Joey traveling around and that, we wrestled Tom and Mark Billington. Yeah. He... On one of Marty Jones's shows in Goldborn. Joey. I think Tom and Tom and Mark. Yeah are going to make it like I can guarantee it Tom and Mark will go far like, yeah they've got um, they're wrestling in Austria soon I think right they already have but um, they're already making they're already going abroad and that but give it a couple of years Tom and Mark will be at a high level that's, that's brilliant and obviously their uncle their uncle was fantastic yeah he, he, he was uh, he was ahead of his time again 
Yes. Obviously, Benoit, Benoit modelled himself on Dynamite, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I was watching Benoit the other day. I was watching Benoit and Guerrero at One Night Stand 05. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, yeah, that was. Could, uh, oh, yeah, it was great. And you could just see, like, you can see a lot of Dynamite in Benoit, but at the same time, you can see a lot of Dynamite in Tom and Mark. Yeah. As well. And it's good. It's good. Because Dynamite was obviously bloody brilliant. Yeah. And if Dynamite can do it, Tom and Mark can. Who who on um who on an international level can you see who who isn't quite there yet but or you know it could be someone established. Um, on an international level. Yeah. Who it could be someone in NXT, you know, Ring of Honor, all that New Japan, someone who's not won a title maybe is what I'm veering towards. Oh, um so like what you're trying to get across here is like who I think will make it to the top as in a world champion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with it being on an international um, level because they'll be known, but obviously they haven't had the title yet. Yeah. Um, I think that um, oh, that, still that's a very tough question. Um, I think um, I think Marty Marty Skill can. Um, I'd like him to. Has he has he moved up to the heavyweights? In he, he's yet? he's in that he's in the picture obviously because they've lost because they've lost talent to AEW. Um, you, yeah. you know, Matt, Matt Taven's got the belt, and Matt Taven's brilliant. He's good, good hand. But I can see Marty getting it, whether whether he beats Taven for it or it'll be further down the road and he beats someone else. But even with the yeah. even with the talent they've lost, it's helped get the the you know other talent up. Obviously, you know it's like a revolving door. Then isn't it when people leave, someone else will step in and do do the someone job. Else will step in, yeah. Like I like Silas. I, I, I like Silas Young. You know, he's been TV champion a few times. Uh, but I think oh, yes. I think Silas Young could be a world champion there. Uh, there's several there's several lads in that roster who who can get to, who can you know they can come up against Taven and win it. Taven yeah. Taven is brilliant. Dalton Castle I'd put and I like the fact that they've gone heel with Dalton. It's uh, you know yeah. it's 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 uh, all well and good being a face and being over, but they turned him heel. And uh, I think yeah, I think Dalton Castle he could very well you know get another. Shot at the gold and have a, have a rain. So it's interesting, man. Yeah, like, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, I think Ring of Honor are, um, they're quite an interesting company on a whole. Um, but yeah, I think Marty, Marty deserves it, I think. Yeah. Um, but, um, like, they, I think this is a very unpopular opinion for me. But, um, like, in New Japan, you've got Kota Ibushi. Yeah, I think Kota Ibushi is fairly underrated because yeah. I think he's mint. I think Kota Ibushi is mint, and I think he should be in the title pit. Obviously, he's just won the G One, which is a massive. Oh step. man, it what a, what a tournament it was! Absolutely, yeah. He, it, oh yeah, it was superb. But um, Kota Ibushi, he, he should be up there with the with Okada. And obviously, Royal Quest coming up—that's Okada and Suzuki. 
Yeah. Personally, I think they could be putting Ibushi in there. Yeah. Because, you know, he's one of the best talents in the world. And I think he... I don't follow New Japan a lot, but I know thing, I know a little bit. Yeah. But personally, obviously Okada's brilliant, but I think they should give Ibushi a... A heavyweight title run. Because he's, he's just meant. I was quite surprised WWE didn't keep hold of him after the Cruiserweight Classic, you know. Yeah. It, 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 it was well. it was an odd it was an odd one for me that that they didn't uh, you know retain his retain his services really, but you know, the guy the guy will make money wherever he goes, won't he? Yeah, like um going back to underrated like I think it was quite a. It wasn't a very. Obviously, WWE have their reasons for releasing someone or signing someone. Yeah. But I think it was quite a, a big mistake letting Ibushi go. Yeah. Because look at him now. He's he's winning G1s. Yeah. And he's putting incredible performances wherever he goes. Yeah. So I think it was quite. It was quite a, yeah. It was a, it was a bad decision letting him go. But obviously, WWE will have their reasons. That's it. That's it. Just sometimes it doesn't happen. It's like obviously, Kent Kenta's back in New Japan. Um, yeah. But obviously, he had a lot of injuries, didn't he? Within NXT, I think that was one of the reasons he was out for a long time. Um, yeah. But, their medical, their medical side might not be as hard as NXT's is. Yeah. You know, did they just hold him out? You know, could they have wrestled? That's the question. I don't think uh, New Japan will be too heavy. Yeah, if someone's injured, yeah. they're in, they're injured, but I think they'll let things go. Uh, whereas WWE, their medical side, they don't let things go, do they? If you're not right, they don't yeah, want... I think, um, I think cancer... Um... Obviously, you said that he was injured and stuff, and I can understand why WWE didn't use him as much. But personally, what Kenta did in WWE, he should have been used a lot better yeah. than he was, because he was coming from Japan yeah. as one of the one of the greats that Japan had at that time. Yeah, yeah, man, absolutely. And, um, it was a shame because I I could I could have seen Hideo Itami as NXT champion. I could have seen Hideo Itami as like an intercontinental, not quite a world champion. Yeah. But like you know, United States intercontinental champion. I could see him being a champion in WWE, but obviously shit happened. Yeah. And then they didn't want to use him too much, and it was a shame because he could have been. He could have been one of their top guys. Absolutely, injury got in the way. But I think I think New Japan is the place for him now. Yeah, and obviously he's got. Um, I think he's got a title match. Um, with is it is it Ishii? You yeah, I don't you... know. But he's got a title match at Royal Quest with some right, and uh, he's. I'm looking forward to it. 
you you know more than me on that one, mate. Cause I wasn't hundred I wasn't hundred percent who he had next. So yeah, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see, won't it, going forward, what happens there. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I hope. Obviously, I hope. Didn't he have a um? Didn't he have a title match with Okada, or are they um? I think they're working towards that. I, right. I don't know, but um, I think I'd like to see that. Yeah, be cool. Oh, no, that's it. Uh, I, it was Okada and Kenta. Right. In the G one. Yeah. That's where I was going. It was Okada and Kenta in the G one. Right. Okay. I I see that as a title match. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah. That's what they do with him. Oh yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Right, Dougie. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming on, mate. Yeah, no worries, man. On the, I I appreciate it. Pleasure. I appreciate it so much, Matt. I really do. I know you know you guys. You know you're very busy doing what you do, but uh, yeah, man. Just all all the best. All the best with the Alpha Gen. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.